You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. Set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, since our break, I've grown three inches, my voice has deepened, and I might as well join the mind club because I'm severely tongue-tied today. <laughs> I the The change in voice... Even though mm-hmm. it's been two weeks since I watched an episode of the show, it was very noticeable. Very much like Corey was the one whose voice jarring, so deep, so very deep. jarring. I think that Sean's voice stayed the same for the most part. Yeah, but um, Corey definitely got taller. Like he's almost the same height as Sean. And he used to be so much shorter, and he used to be so much shorter because, yeah. like, as you guys, as you probably remember, he's a year younger. Mm-hmm. And his voice is notably deeper. Yeah. Yeah. It was really interesting watching. But yeah, the mime thing was <laughs> quite a 
thing to put into an episode of television. Yeah, the Mime Club is like the hottest club at John Adams High. Can you believe it's really they hard have, to get into. Can you believe they have five people, five or six people interested in being in a Mime Club? Like, you feel like that would be like two people that would be like willing to sign up for that kind of thing. The um, the Cape Kid is probably one of them. He probably graduated <laughs> to a Mime. Kid. Yes, the Cape Kid, the girl with overalls. Was the Cape Kid yeah, the same one who played the keyboard, or was that a different kid that did that? That might have been a different but. kid. That was Probably all the way back in kid. season one. You know, that was eons yeah. ago at this point for us. That was like yeah. October, September or something. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, we are back. We are here with a new season of Boy Meets World after a week off. Um, we appreciate anybody who stayed with us for that week off. We hope you're happy to hear from us again. Um, and we have a new intro, which is super exciting. A new intro for a new season, as always. Um, I feel like for funsies, we should talk about which intro we like the best. Um, okay. so far we have three because I know we we did mention in season two, I liked the new intro better than the old one and you didn't think it was like sufficient enough. It was too short. No, it was like a second long and I didn't like it at all. Okay, so like I didn't. Yeah, no, I was just going to say. So this one is definitely longer than season two's, but it's certainly no. I mean, season one's was a minute long. This one is nowhere (laughs) near that long. Yeah. Season three, it just seems like it's a bunch of like colors with different clips of Sean, Corey and Eric in it. No, no other characters besides those. Yeah. Interesting choices there. Um, But it is better than having like a cartoon of like a boy. That's season. But season two had. Um, And then we have the longer version of season one, which like stops down on every single character and gives them a moment. Right. Um, Like cartoon balls and worlds yeah. fly at them. I still would rank season one at la- as last, honestly. Hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's too long. It's too I long. Don't know. And it's very no. like, I think the show evolves with the intro. So like season one feels like very kiddish, as does mm-hmm. season one of the show. Yeah, I just feel as though in terms of like memorableness, I don't remember. I never remembered season two. Season three is not that memorable. So I still think that season one is my favorite, which is the direct opposite of you. Yeah. And then I I would put season three and then season two is my least favorite because it's just like it's just a bunch of nothing. Yeah, I would definitely put season two second and season. I like season three is the best. I think every mm. year it gets every season it gets better. Um, this one I like. It's like not like a minute long, but it's also not just like a brief blink and you'll miss it type of um, situation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I like the colors. There's mm-hmm. like purples and blues. So I like that. But I want to see more. I want to see more than Eric, Sean and Corey. And the song itself is like nothing to write home about. It's fine. It's kind of like like jazzy. Like, I don't know. It's fine. It's decent i like i will get to the one that i like it's uh i feel like it's the catchiest one and it doesn't Mm -hmm. come until later i can't remember the exact season that it's in but i know it's later on um right so so yeah but we're here new season very exciting um do we well night is usually 90s nightcap night i am doing Mm -hmm. a a coffee today because i needed it so what are you drinking starbucks coffee for anybody who 
gives a shit about what I'm drinking. <laughs> I have like a, <laughs> I have like a summery peach flavored wine. Mm, lovely. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty nice. I do have a season two review feedback email for oh, us. Oh, lovely. Yes, let's do that first. Yeah. Okay. This is from uh, Ben Sandwich. We've heard from Ben Sam- Sandwich before. Mm-hmm. So Interesting Ben Sandwich. Name, ben. Yeah, yeah, it's um we everybody loves a sandwich. Uh, <laughs> um he writes, first off, great episode, always fun to listen to in my Thursday morning drives. Thank you so much for listening on your drives to thir- in Thursday mornings. Uh, ben. Yeah, that's great. Actually, that's funny yeah. because I felt like we like released the podcast at a specific. I like intentionally was like, I feel like we should release it so that if people do have a morning commute and they want to be able to listen to it, they'd be able to. So I'm glad that that's working out. Yeah. Here's my feedback. I was saying out loud during my drive. Um, <laughs> my I mean, we've all been there where we've all Definitely. like yelled at the yeah at the podcast He's yelling like, at us yeah you dumb idiot like how can you think that how dare you think but, this is this and not that yeah yeah okay so Ben's MVP has to be Mr. Turner he starts off the show with a bang we learn he's not a great guy who will run from commitment with Kat but he decides to take in Sean and start being more responsible in life yeah um my LVP is probably Morgan as well because she had potential but they just wrote her off the show pretty much yeah me and you still reeling same page Ben same page no Morgan this episode, episode one of season three. I mean, no Alan either. Well, no, wait. No Alan. Yeah, no, I was going to say he wasn't there either, was he? No. Yeah. No, I think this is might be our first episode without Alan. It's very strange. Actually. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I wish he was there even just for like a second. Yeah. Um. Ben's best episodes are Back to School because it's a fun introductory episode for a lot, which was the first episode. Mm-hmm. And breaking up is really, really hard yeah. to do simply because we get some growth from Corey taking everyone's advice and having to having it blow up in his face, realizing that he just has to be him. So that was what was that? The Wendy episode? That was the Wendy episode. Yeah. yeah. We really liked that one as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Worst episode. You nailed it with Who's Afraid of Corey Wolf. <laughs> it's an automatic skip every time. It, for real. It really does nothing. Like we said on the podcast, like the only thing it does for us is the tiny little nugget of like Topanga Corey stuff. Beyond that, mm-hmm. it's like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I still think Au is kind of funny. I They guess, got me there. I guess. But I also think it's just like us to not like Halloween stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, last thing to mention, Topanga... Um, all right. I agree she changes drastically from season one to season two, mm-hmm. but I see it as a normal thing. I've always seen tons of middle schoolers act one way and then change completely once they reach high school and end up with other friends. We see how easily Sway Topanga is when she ran for president. Mm-hmm. Everyone does want to be light. So I see season two change as a normal thing. Cha- Corey changes himself from sports crazed to girls crazed. That's actually such a good point. I don't know that mm-hmm. I ever really thought about how much I mean I know we talked about it generally on the podcast about like I didn't remember how much how sports focused season one was when we were re-watching it and that really does drop off in season two um I just felt like the shift I feel like interests make a, a lot of sense to be changing as you grow up but like to me the shift in Topinga's personality felt extremely drastic over just one summer um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's just me, though. Maybe other people have different opinions. And I do think that like 
even if that is like a normal thing to occur, I still would have appreciated a different type of female character, female teenager on television that season one Topanka provided versus mm-hmm. season two Topanka, who's definitely more like your average, typical, quote unquote, normal teenage girl. Yeah. Well, Topanka said in Girl Meets World that that girl from season one is still within her, but mm. people mm-hmm. people change, people grow. Um, but that like granola, earth loving yeah, girl granola. is st- yeah. yeah still within her. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was Ben's email. Um, thank you so much, Ben. I really appreciate you writing in, telling us your thoughts on our season one recap. If anybody else has any opinions, uh, you can always reach us at shit90spod at gmail.com. Absolutely. Shall mm-hmm. we get into the new season, season three? Mm, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, so we're in Turner's apartment. And actually, the very first did we, note. Did we say it's uh, what it's called? Oh, my gosh. Why did I not say what it's called? No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> uh, my best friend's girl. Yes. Yeah. The air date is oh September 22nd, 1995. <laughs> for inquiring minds. No one is inquiring. Some... Some want to know. Um, we're in Turner's apartment, and literally the first note that I have written down is, oh, my God, the voice changes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very drastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Corey comes running into Turner's apartment in the ugliest back-to-school outfit that ever existed. Can I ask why he rolled the sleeves up like that? Like, why are they cuffed like that? I don't know. Like, the vest, the It's sleeves. a look. I feel like he... It's a- bad moment for him i feel like he was very nervous about the day and yeah. he's like asks his mom what to wear to school and she picked that outfit out mm. Do you, right i feel like that makes sense amy did him dirty then i think so or eric or he asked eric for help and eric gave purposely gave him Sabotage. a shitty outfit which stinks because eric's outfits were so like j crew to this episode like he was like looking so like preppy and yes. i really liked his like beachy preppy vibe i did so, too he was very like um very like loose fitting clothes like yeah. an open button down yeah i agree yeah. um i think eric looked really eric looked really good this episode poor Corey did not um <laughs> but apparently he's wearing cologne and it is very strong um mm. and he's very nervous because he wants to ask topanga out she's back from her summer trip um and sean is trying to like calm him down like don't worry don't worry you know it'll be fine and it's like okay so now we're full on like Corey is like into topanga now oh yeah 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 the the it you know they even made today tea day wednesday is tea day Mm -hmm. who starts school on a wednesday i guess maybe it's after um Labor Day. I remember, yeah, I remember it always being a short week, our first week back, but mm, usually yeah. it was like a Tuesday to Friday, not Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So we we spent like the end of first season. I don't like Topanga. I don't want to go on dates. Second season, like I kind of like Topanga, um, but I want to like explore other mm-hmm. options. And now we're like full Topanga mode. Yeah. Like I want her to be my girlfriend, like not even yes. like we're going to hang out. She, I want her to be my girlfriend. Yeah, he was thinking about Topanga all summer while she's on her summer trip. Uh, where do you think Topanga went with Jedediah See, for her summer trip? Season one, I would have said she was like working for like Habitat for Humanity somewhere, like mm-hmm. building houses for people. Season mm-hmm. two, I feel like it would be more like Greece or something. 
Oh, yeah. Well, like, Greece would make sense mm-hmm. because then they can learn about, like, Greek pottery mm-hmm. and, like, there's tons of artsy stuff. So let's say that she went to Greece. Yeah. Lucky her. I mean, living the dream. Living some people's some, dreams. Some people's dreams. Um, so Sean is running late. He's not even dressed. He's wearing a robe. Um, and he's like, oh, Turner, I'm running late. Can you just like write me a note? Like, have fun with it. Do what you're going to do with it. He just thinks that now because he's living with Turner. He can like get away with mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. Turner like gives him a little bit of a fake out. He like starts to write the note. He's like, sure, no problem. What do you need? Whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says no way because there's no way that um he's going to write him yeah. a late pass for school. Yeah. And I um I like the line when he's like, you know what, if you don't like go to school on time, then no TV, no TV, no way, <laughs> snacks, no way, dates, no way. And it's like you're gonna take away the snacks, man. I like love how like, the snacks. Snacks, really? And he's like, dude, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've never gotten my snacks taken away. I think that's like more of like a five year old's like punishment versus mm-hmm. a teenager. But yeah, like I I think that it's very funny that Sean thinks that oh because I have a teacher like it's going to be easier to get away with stuff when in reality it's like well no he's your guardian now too so he's especially going to be like on your ass to be like in class getting good grades like Sean no you have the exact opposite impression of what's going to happen yeah so um Sean's leaving with his robe on yeah (laughs) this decision yeah doesn't even change it out of his clothes like grabs his boots on the way out like dude put shoes on yeah, his hair is also noticeably longer this season. I don't think he's keeping up with that hygiene. I absolutely hate this length of hair on Sean. I really prefer the season two version where it's a little bit like feathery, a little bit like mm-hmm. longer. But this is too long. And not only that, but the way it hangs. So it's like a middle part. Um, yeah. And it's like all the same length hanging yeah. down and it almost like yeah. hangs in his face too much like it needs some like definition or something I don't know I'm not into it yeah it's a little too grungy I mean Eric's hair is longer in this episode too but it's working for him I don't what is the difference there like what is it about Eric's hair that is so much better than Sean's is it because it's like longer in the back is that what it I, is maybe it's shorter in the in the back maybe there's a little bit more layers with eric's hair it's more like sean's hair is all the same length and it does look like eric's hair is like highlighted or something like it looks like oh yeah he's blonder that's the other thing that he the last few seasons he had um more brown hair and they lightened his hair yeah it was like almost like a dirty blonde or like a like light 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 brown in the past couple seasons and now it's like very beachy vibes yeah oh yeah i really like this look on eric yeah, this makeover for Eric was definitely a glow. <laughs> it was a glow up. I mean, Although, he always. I was gonna say good, he's never but. looked bad. Um, I feel like yeah. he's definitely like you were saying before. Like, I feel like J. Crew is the perfect way to describe it. Like, yeah. he's definitely no. It's long. His hair is long. It's not short in the back. I don't know what. I think it's like. Um, Sean has like a Lord Farquaad (gasps) hair. Oh my God, you are spot on. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's like too Lord Farquaad for me. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's like almost like he went to the hairdresser and was Mm -hmm. like, give me a women's bob. 
it's a yeah a short woman's bob while eric's is layered like it's long in the back that's what and they need shorter to do. in the front that's, that's what i'm saying you need the layers yeah. you need the layers um i hope yeah. anybody enjoys this conversation everybody needs to tell us who they prefer because i feel like eric's hair looks better um yeah. but anyway now in the hallway Corey is excited he says new year new Corey. i'm wearing boxer shorts <laughs> like <laughs> you want to hear something this is like kind of a tangent but it's short yes I read, and I don't know if this is true, but I read that David Beckham never wears the same boxer shorts twice. He throws out like a new pair of boxers every single time he wears them. That is in- so wasteful. I don't know if it's true, but that would be street. ridiculous. That would be yeah. so wasteful. And I feel like, yeah. I mean, not for nothing. I bet he buys like the most expensive shit ever, too. Yeah, totally. If you had nice pair of boxers, like if you're gonna spend the money on a nice pair of boxers, wear them more than once. <laughs> yeah, what a I weirdo. Know. I know. That's what I heard in the streets. Ugh. I love how this is what people talk about on the streets. David Beckham's boxers. <laughs> I mean, I hang out in a very specific street. Yes. <laughs> this is the David Beckham boxer street. Yeah. Um, yes. So Corey sees Topanga and he like instantly runs away. He I miss her even more in person. Like, ew, Corey, stop it. What do you mean? He's in love. Oh, it's, it's puppy love. It's gross. You're going to think that Corey is so clingy in the next oh, like four seasons. I guarantee you. I definitely will think this that. was so romantic to me back in the day. It was like nobody loves like Corey loves. Corey loves so deep. You're going to hate it. I definitely will hate it. I am in yeah. case anybody missed the fucking memo. I am not touchy feely. I'm not a romantic person. I like. Gag me with a spoon Like not for me Um, So This is I think it's Corey That has this line of She goes away for a summer And comes back a woman Oh god yeah (laughs) Yeah I mean she looks exactly the same From the last episode Of last season Like there's not like A significant difference Between her Like same haircut She looks the same to me But of course she looks beautiful I still think her style is pretty similar to last from last well lots of denim lots of like floral flowy outfits Mm -hmm. yeah the hair is the same yeah Yeah, here's exactly but um and and then we get this running gag of uh coach franklin as well i hated this i hated this we all hated this right like this is not something that ages well Uh, for those who didn't rewatch the the episode so we have the line she goes away for the summer comes back a woman and sean makes the comment of like well so did coach franklin but that's like neither here nor there and it mm-hmm. and I I thought, OK, at least it's like a one off joke, like, you know, whatever. And then it comes up like again and again. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. a running gag. And it didn't it doesn't hold up as well mm-hmm. as um, you would hope because, you know, it's not it's not that funny. It's not funny. Yeah, it's not funny at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we have Eric, who we just talked about having his glow up. Stapling up a poster and he staples his shirt to the wall. <laughs> yeah. So he so he has joined the film society because um, and he's the president of the film society for college applications. So this is something that I guess like we know that Eric went to summer school over the summer right. instead of going to Europe. So this is probably something that Feeney encouraged him to do if he wants like a real shop right. because um He's like, you know, your your grades aren't good enough without some extracurriculars. Mm-hmm. They're not even good enough for a free Slurpee. Yeah, that was great. 
Yeah. Yeah. Which reminded me like um like back I remember back in elementary school, like if you brought your report card to like the local ice cream shop in my town, then you got a free ice cream. Oh, that's amazing. I remember yeah, isn't that nice? Uh you don't do you have Cumberland Farms in Jersey? Do you know what no. Cumberland Farms is? Okay, so for no. those who don't know, because I didn't know if it was national or not, Cumberland Farms is like a gas station convenience store. Um, and they have like a Slurpee type of machine, you know what I mean? Like they have like all the different flavors mm-hmm. and that was like a big thing in high school. This <laughs> is like, this is the small town I went to, uh, or lived in. Um, it was like a big thing in high school for people to like go to Cumbies and like get a Slurpee and like people always have those, do you know the big, big cups? The big gulp. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you guys not have a 7-Eleven? We don't have 7-Elevens around here. At least not like. Oh, really? Not, well, not in my small town. We didn't. Like we had like a Cumbies and a Stewart's. And most people probably don't know. Stewart's is a very kind of similar thing. Um, and that was like pretty much it. Maybe a mobile. Um, mm-hmm. But we didn't know. We didn't have a 7-Eleven. In my small town of 10,000 people, we definitely had a 7-Eleven. And then they opened up a second 7-Eleven in our town. Because <laughs> everybody needs two. You need two 7-Elevens, <laughs> five Chinese food restaurants, 20 nail salons, <laughs> two 7-Elevens. just a basic two 7-Elevens, just a basic Jersey town. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Feeney sees Joey and Frankie shaking a kid for money. Uh, mm. <laughs> it's like, really, guys? Like, and we, so obviously now correct me if I'm wrong. Griff, is he is he gone forever? gone okay that's what i thought so we just have which honestly i think we're kind of better for it i i really like the the frankie joey dynamic in general Mm -hmm. um i think they're really fun i mean yeah they're bullies but they're fun characters um and i we will see harley one more time yeah um but i do love the line of like detention and frankie's like what did you do mr (laughs) (laughs) something in a previous life i'm sure it was so great that interaction Um, yeah. yeah, so fun seeing them again. Um, at least Frankie doesn't have that horrible, horrible, like, goth like hair anymore. black hair. Yeah, this is the hair that I remember. It's like a short, light brown haircut. Yes, yeah. I like this much better. Um, yeah, and then is it, I think it's Sean who's like, oh, Topanga's looking very hot, very fine, mm-hmm. copper tone. Mm-hmm. Very copper tone. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, that we like Sean is just like I don't think Sean necessarily understands Corey, like Corey's feelings because he's just like, come on, just do it, just do it, just go over to her, come on. I mean, he's so tongue tied. He would like I, I, I don't understand why he's so nervous. I guess he's just nervous to ask her to be his girlfriend, but. You know, he tries to talk to her again and like Topanga is like, hi, we have all the same classes again. Isn't that wild? It's like, what are the odds? Um, So you think she'd be in like advanced placement classes? You would think, but I don't know. Corey doesn't know why he can't speak to Topanga. He says that he's becoming a sea monkey. Um, and Sean's like, it's a bad animal, man. Yeah, I, I love that line. I feel like it's very fun to think of Corey as a sea monkey. Um, it's a sea monkey. Yeah, I think it's like, it's a fun animal to, to picture as. Yeah. So, um, the bell rings, we get Turner shooing them to class while Feeney, um, does not miss an opportunity to give Turner a hard time 
about taking Sean in. He loves bringing this up. I found this frustrating. First of all, I also would have appreciated an update on the Sean father situation because like, okay, now we know that he spent all summer. Like, has he heard it all from his dad? Like, I guarantee you that Chet has not reached out once all summer. I guarantee that as well. But I still feel like a check in would have been nice. Like, that's where we left off with season two. So for them Mm -hmm. to just kind of like, like pretend like it's completely normal like I don't know I would have liked at least to hear like oh Turner saying to Feeney like oh we still haven't heard from Chet you know what I mean like it didn't have to be Sean saying oh it. yeah they could have like es- established some yeah like context there exactly yeah and um and Feeney tells Turner to send a note home to himself <laughs> um and then I love the come on George you can't know everything and like he knows when the bell's gonna ring it was mm-hmm. how does he do it <laughs> yeah that was funny <laughs> Um, and now we're, of course, we're in, we're in Turner's class and we get some more awkward Corey Topanga interaction. <laughs> hmm Yeah. So Sean's encouraging him to ask her out. Corey freezes a couple of times and like salutes her and then gives her a thumbs up. Okay, like, I've oh. given people thumbs up. The saluting is strange. Uh, well, clearly you've been away from the country for so long. How, <laughs> how would you know? <laughs> I just think like... Saluting is saluting, saluting. Like who salutes anybody ever besides right. like, you know, I don't know, people in like the army. I don't know. The army. Oh, actually, we know where Topanga went. Apparently she went to the rainforest. OK, that makes sense. Wait, did she say that in this part? Maybe uh, later on in the lunchroom. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I feel like the I feel like that tracks for someone like Topanga to go to the rainforest. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so then we cut back to Eric, who's putting up more posters in the lunchroom and people are like booing him because they don't want to watch Paint Your Wagon with Clint Eastwood because it's apparently a Western musical. I mean, I wouldn't want to watch that shit either. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like, they're supposed to be selling tickets. They're supposed to be making money. Obviously, you can't be like showing a slasher flick, right? But at least pick something that people might want to actually come to see. Some people like Westerns. I'd like to meet those people. Actually, I wouldn't because Westerns are boring. (gasps) Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So Frankie and Joey have a business proposition for Eric. Apparently, this is their scam. They have like a piece in each and every club except for the Mime Club, which is extremely exclusive. They can't get in with them. (laughs) So apparently they get a piece of the profits for each club and in turn they like bully kids throughout the school to like to buy tickets. participate to buy tickets yeah. for them so i mean honestly genius like <laughs> i've got to say a way to make money by like siphoning off of school clubs is kind of a genius thing to do like you're like I'd be lying if I didn't say they would make great businessmen in the future because mm-hmm. like it's this kind of shit that really shitty people and really high up corporations it's how they, they make their do. money yeah and how they yeah how they're successful I don't think that this is their scam like this had to have been from Harley or Griff like yeah. I don't think that they concocted this on their own probably not no um and this is when um I love how Frankie goes over to the mimes and he's like Joey help me they got me in a box again <laughs> again yeah um <laughs> love this yeah I mean you don't mess with mimes like they no. can really really fuck with your I life feel like mimes are like similar to clowns where people are just like mm. not about that life and I I tend to agree I think mimes are funnier than clowns but it's not like I'd want to hang out with a group of mimes. 
Do you think anybody is getting into the artistry of mimes these days? I would say it's very, very small group of people that are because like who first of all, that's why I find it so ridiculous that there are like five or six people who mm-hmm. decided they want to be in a mime club and not like that, but they go to school every day as mimes. Like, let's think about this for a second. How early are you waking up to put on this mime like, you know, they have to do the whole face. The mime makeup. Yeah, the whole face yeah. is white. And not only that, but what if your teacher calls on you in class? What are you supposed yeah. to do? Uh, you you can't say anything. So there is the American Mime Theater in New York. <laughs> um, they are still kicking it. Oh my god! They haven't posted on Facebook since 2020. So I don't know if like COVID nineteen took out the mime. Oh my society. god! COVID wiped out all the mimes. <laughs> Because, yeah, I, I mean, I guess you can't build yourself a box that's um protects you from COVID. <laughs> that protects you from COVID. You, I yeah. can't get COVID. <laughs> <laughs> this is my bubble. I mean, uh, I can, that's, what are you going to do? Stream mining to like make money? Like maybe. Yeah. Like, is, this, is this entertaining? Yeah. I mean, it's a shame. It was founded in 1952. So you would hope that it would last longer. But if, if anybody... Um, AmericanMime.org. Uh, you can see some selected plays from their repertoire. Um, the the show Hurley Burley looks especially interesting. Whatever that wow. is. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like I, I'd love to see a, a high school that has a mime club. What an interesting club. Would you like to hire New York's Pearl the Mime from Gig Salad? What the hell is Gig Salad? Gig Salad is like um like a a website where you can hire oh, like oh, oh, a oh. whole bunch of things. So um Pearl has eight five star reviews. Only and, eight. <laughs> and um mine performance at my wedding from John M. Amazing. Everyone's still raving about your performance in your costumes. Of all the things, of all the things to have at your wedding, a mom. Yeah, but okay, but then this, I hired my husband and I hired Pearl for our son's fourth birthday party. So it's everything from weddings to fourth birthday parties. This is fascinating oh here we go we hired new york pearl the mime to greet and interact with our chamber of commerce guests at our annual meeting <laughs> pearl can do what it all meeting? a business meeting if you're a mime please contact us and explain to us the yeah. artistry of miming please yeah, i can't yeah i can't um oh get God. her rates because you have to contact her for that's rates. how they get you yeah um this is amazing pearl's a little pearl's a little cursed and the thing is is you can't call because they can't talk yeah. you'd have to text them or email them <laughs> wait uh, yeah i see no responses from pearl you know how like sometimes in reviews yeah, they're like so happy so that yeah that you're happy with the performance they can't they can't yeah. respond they can't not seeing any of that oh my gosh yeah how do you even ask her for rates she must have an assistant yeah yeah. Um. So we have the mimes. Uh, Topanga comes into the cafeteria and asks Corey if he's okay. Did I imagine it or did you salute me? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when she said that she was in the law. Lo- mm-hmm. Like, you know, Tep- she was like, Topanga, you've been in the rainforest for a long time. It's now a thing. Yes, I forgot about that. Um. And so Corey eventually, like, Topanga's like, oh, you mentioned Friday. 
And Corey's like, oh, yeah, great. Okay, we're going to go get a bite to eat. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We'll go see the movie. And um, and Topanga's like, oh, I thought you already knew. I'm going with somebody else. Mm, yeah. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that. I just forgot. Um, Corey's devastated. Yeah. He... Leaves Topanga and smashes his head against the um, vending machine and got a free soda. Sean comes up to him and says that he's the one because Corey's like, who would do this? Mm-hmm. Like, who asked her out? And Sean's like, it was me. Like, I have a date with Topanga. I moved in like you didn't ask him yet. So I decided to make my move. You yourself said that she's a woman now. And Corey is shocked and offended that his best friend asked to hang out. Yeah, I mean, this flashback to season two, like we had this situation where there was like a girl that both of them were interested in, except like, you know, Sean wanted her on reserve for him. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, similar type of situation. And I feel like we should know. I mean, I remembered the plot of this episode when I was watching it. um, But I feel like just the tone that Sean says this in, we should know that this is like, he's not serious about it because he doesn't even seem... He just says it so casually, you yeah. know? Right, yeah. Like, he's not feeling any shame. Yeah. He's like, you know, she's, I don't know, she's hot. I don't know. It's like, yeah. it is like, it is a a weird one. Um, I just want to know, like, how big is this con? Like, I don't, I'm not positive if I yes. know that Topanga knows We need not. to talk about that. Let's talk about that when we get to the Later end on. scene. Because yeah. I had the same question. Um, right. So, Corey's upset. Um, he was going to ask her out, tell me I'm dreaming, dreaming, send me a sign. And we see a kid slide down on the table. And I love Frankie and Joey's form of advertising. They write words on children's stomachs. Um, mm-hmm. Questionable whether that's a good idea. What if they go to gym? What if they have to shower? You know what I yeah, mean? Like it's bad gonna, idea. Yeah. Give them a sign. Do they only... They only go after seventh graders. So now that Corey and Sean are in eighth grade, like they're not a person of interest anymore to yeah. Frankie and Joey. I think so. I think so. I think also that maybe Sean and, and uh, excuse me, Sean and Corey earned maybe a little bit of the respect last season. You know what I mean? Okay. Like they did help mm-hmm. Frankie get, uh, you know, get a date with uh, at the time it was Harley's girlfriend. Um, no, I think maybe they, and I think they just like the fresh meat, honestly. Okay. They probably like something right. new every year, you know? Do you think that they put their backpacks inside out? <laughs> probably not. It's so stupid. It's so yeah, stupid. Probably not. I still can't get over it. <laughs> so, um, we cut to Turner's apartment. We get our new character, Eli. Yay! He comes busting through the door and he's like this was the best job interview i've had in months and like turner's like oh you think like you got it got the job he's like i got the secretary's phone number yeah that was great yeah so over he's having a problem searching for jobs because he's too overqualified everywhere he is going we don't know what this specific job interview was for Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think it was for a teaching position, Mm-mm. but no, because I feel like if it was Turner would have hooked him up with somebody at John, Adams. which I guess is what we see in the future. Right. So uh, they're clearly best friends. Um, you know, Turner says, if you're kicked out of your apartment, you always have a place to stay, mm-hmm. you know, that park across the street, they have new benches and everything and we'll still be neighbors. So, yeah, so he um, must live in the same building then. If, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's how they met. 
Um, I love Eli. We'll see a lot more of him this season. Really excited for him to be there, not only because he's the only person of color on the show, um, yep. but just because I think he's a great character. And I, I love having just a couple of teachers to get different personalities kind of bouncing off one another. Um, we'll see if that cuts time away from who knows, maybe the math, like Amy and Alan. You know, we'll see um, how that plays into screen time. Obviously, we don't even see Alan this episode. So, um, you have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then we have Corey busting into the place. All right, where is he? Where is he? And Sean is just laying on the couch. Like, just doesn't even. Yeah, no, no shit's given. <laughs> He's okay. like, aha, I found you. And then, yeah, so Corey's ragging on him for asking out um, Topanga. Like, you don't ask your best friend's girl out. And then um, he asks Eli and uh, Jonathan like what they think Mm -hmm. and Eli's like how long have you been dating her and Sean's like well they've never dated and he didn't even make a move um so I made the move yeah Eli is totally with um Eli is totally with Corey here and Turner is with Sean uh there was a woman named Miss Cynthia Hart Eli apparently dumped her for the Spanish transfer student whose only English word was yes and Turner made the move instantly. In that situation, Eli, if you dumped her, in my opinion, she's fair game for other people to date. For somebody else. Like, if you yeah. dumped her for somebody else. But, I mean, like, it is not right dating. At least have the conversation. Your significant other's exes. Yeah, at least have That's... the conversation, I think. But if you mm-hmm. dumped her because you wanted to get with a Spanish transfer student whose only English uh-huh. word was yes, like, <laughs> kind of your fault. Yeah, but... Also, I think it, I mean, I do think that's against the gentleman's code of dating to ask out a girl that, um, that your buddy has a crush on. Like, I do think that's wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And Corey is upset. He calls Sean his ex-friend. He like stomps what he thinks is his way out of the apartment, even though he had just come in through the entrance. He goes into the closet. (laughs) (laughs) But he saved it because he's like, I'm going to take my sweater back. Yeah. And Eli says, nice save. Yeah, that was a great moment. Um, And Corey's upset. He gets home. He, we see the only scene with Amy in it. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks her to opposites attract. Um, and Amy goes on a little bit of a rant about how her and Alan didn't have a ton in common at first. Uh, and finally, Corey's like, all right, enough. I don't care. 
<laughs> Why do I even ask you? Yeah. You're a woman. They only bring you heartache. Yeah. And I love this moment between Eric, uh, Eric and Corey where he's like, oh, I'm sensing a brother to brother moment. Um, mm-hmm. Topanga's going out with Sean. <laughs> he's so mean. He's so mean. That's mean. Yeah, that's mean. Like, um, so then he's like, I'm going to call Topanga. And then this is even meaner. He says, why don't you take the Corliss to the rooftop? So after that, after you talk to her, you can jump. He's so mean. Like, we've talked about how... That's a rude line. Yeah, we've talked about how, like, season one, Eric is really mean. Season two, he's a little bit better because he has Jason to, like, hang out with. And then season three, it's like, great, we're right back to mean Eric again. Come on. We'll see. This was teasing because he did. He was like, you know what? Like, I realized that, like, you're really hurting and it makes it no fun. So, like, let me actually help you. But, like, I don't think that he gave great advice because he's like, never ask a girl what she's thinking. She'll feel cornered. Ask her best friend. Well, I don't think this is. I think he's giving both bad and good advice. Right. I don't think that you Mm -hmm. should never ask a girl what she's thinking. But I don't mind the strategy of talking to her best friend. Um, Obviously, Mm -hmm. I think direct communication is always the way to go. But if you feel like you can't do that for whatever reason, talking to her friend, I mean, that's not a bad idea. But Trini is off her rocker. Like, that's that's, not the right friend. Eric doesn't know Trini, I assume. Yeah. I don't know. But Brittany Murphy. We don't even know Trini. Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Like, Brittany Murphy. How exciting. I had completely forgotten Brittany Murphy Mm -hmm. made a cameo in the show. And I, oh my God, to tell you I was obsessed with Trini is an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, I saw um, at the upcoming episodes that Brittany Murphy was there. That's like, um, was really exciting for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Trini is a gift. he invites Trini to Chubby's where she's like literally accosting a ketchup bottle. I loved it so to tell you, I lo- like Trini, if we gave MVPs out for the episodes, like Trini is MVP this episode. Like her mm, like, yeah. smashing this ketchup bottle. And I love her like the, I don't know if like this was improvised or if they told her to do this, but her sticking her finger in the ketchup bottle and just like repeatedly <laughs> like in her mouth cracked me up in a way like I can't I love Trini and her outfits her outfits I mean we'll get into them but her outfits just legendary yeah yeah she's definitely a character I I think I could see Topanga hanging out with Trini like she's a little eccentric um and this is kind of a little eccentric I think this makes sense right like this this is the kind of friend season one Topanga would have so at least if we're not gonna get like hippie granola Topanga I love that her friend is a little bit eccentric yeah, exactly. So um, do you think that Corey pulled a signature move of, hey, like, do you know how to order at Chubby's? Like, this is how you do it with Trini. I don't think so, because he's not intentionally asking her out. Like, he's his yeah. move is that he's trying to get information. He's trying to get intel. Yeah. He's not trying yeah. to ask her out. And then uh, she thinks he is. You're trying to ask me out, aren't you? <laughs> Yeah. So and he's like at first he starts to deny it, but then he sees Sean and Topanga coming down and then Corey panics and invites Trini to the movies. And she's like, should we get dinner first? He's like, I don't think I'm going to be hungry. Well, this is where I'm confused, right? Because for what we know, Topanga and Sean are going to like dinner in a movie on Friday night. We didn't know they were Mm -hmm. hanging out at Chubby's earlier than that. Uh, This is uh, the part of the long con. Okay. This is evidence to me that Topanga was 
circled into this plan. Yeah, I need. I, I we'll get there. I'm like, it's very confusing to me how this all worked out. Um, but we have meeting at Chubby's in like the pool area, which is new to us. I don't think we've seen this area of Chubby's before. I'm not positive, but it's a very infamous yes. area. Yes. So I, I, I know the pool area well. Yes. Um. So we have uh, Eric is meeting with Mr. Brown and Mr. Blue, aka Frankie and Joey. Um, mm-hmm. they have a huge briefcase of money. Like, <laughs> they had to watch like I, all these movies to be like, we always, it's, it's either the bag with the dollar sign on it or a briefcase. The only thing I want in life is a briefcase of money. I mean, I wouldn't deny a briefcase of money. <laughs> I wouldn't turn it down. I want a briefcase of money so bad. But I would be so nervous walking around with a briefcase of cash. Well, I think it's very obvious because no one carries briefcases anymore. So if there is a briefcase on the streets, um, the same streets that I mentioned before, you (laughs) know that there's money in it. Yeah. In my streets, you know it's money. Yeah. So um, they sold out, but they're not going to show paint your wagon. They have a different idea. Right. They they're like, no one's going to come to see that movie. We're not watching that movie. Um, we're now at the theater and it's like dead there. Like the only the mimes are in the front row, like pretending to eat popcorn. Yeah. Laughing. Quietly. (laughs) Silently laughing. (laughs) Silently Um, laughing. And then, uh, so Feeney's like, oh, wow. You know what, Eric? It's not the quantity of the audience. It's the quality. Feeney, I tend to disagree when people are paying money to come see this and literally an audience. What kind of quality audience do you need? I mean, usually people are silent through a film, so I don't know what you mean by quality. <laughs> yeah, but he even says the mimes give him the creeps, so he doesn't want to stick around. Yeah, so even you don't like the mimes, Feeny. No. Yeah. So Eric lets everybody in with Mr. Blue and Mr. Brown. Can, do you remember which one's Mr. Blue and Mr. Brown? Um, I think that Mr. Brown is Frankie, because it's yeah. Mr. Blue is the one who... He says, Mr. Blue, let them in. I, I don't remember, but I know Eric. No, you're correct. I was quizzing oh, you. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Joey is Mr. Blue. Frankie is Mr. Brown. Can't you see? <laughs> it's so obvious. <laughs> it's so obvious. So um, a ton of people come in. They The movie that they're playing is Texas Gutsuckers Part 5, Leon's Revenge. And they even got Leon there, but um, the guts are missing. Uh, so... You know, there will be no guts. Yeah. Um. Interesting. What do you think this was a play on? Like, was it like a play on like Texas Chainsaw, 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 Chainsaw Massacre? Chain, Chain, Chainsaw. What's, is that what it is? Chainsaw? Chainsaw. That's how I say it. Okay. How do you say it? Chainsaw. Okay. But like that's like that just totally lost its meaning. Oh, is it like a word that you say too many times and then you're like, is that how you say it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, that makes sense. Because it's like, it's definitely a play on like those scary movies that have like 15 sequels and they all have ridiculous names. Yeah. Um, So they're going to play a horror movie. Everybody comes in. Um, Corey drags Trini in and he sees two open seats next to Shauna Topanga. So naturally, that's where he's going to sit. Um, I stay far away. Well, he's just, the thing is, is he's just hurting himself. Like, he's trying to be like, I don't care about this. I'm with Trini. But, like, he obviously very much cares. Yeah. Yeah. Topanga's, like, nice hair. And he's like, thanks. And then Sean's like, I think he was talking about (laughs) Trini. (laughs) 
yeah. and, and then Corey's like, you want you want to step outside? You yeah. Fight? Oh, my God. And then we have basically Corey miming, miming <laughs> mimicking everything that Sean does. So Sean puts his arm around Topanga. Corey puts his arm around Trini and knocks her like the ribbon out of her hair. Um, mm-hmm. I love the line. You little badger. <laughs> little badger. <laughs> it's so good. So he's not he's not a um, a seahorse he's a badger yeah no not a seahorse sea monkey whatever well, he's neither he's yeah he's a land mammal he's, he's a, badger. a badger um yeah. we see sean like guzzling tic tacs which like okay bro <laughs> you gotta make out during texas chainsaw massacre or whatever the hell this movie no called. it's the make out movies that's why everyone's there is to make out First of all, they're sitting in like not comfy seats. So, like, not that you need it to be. It doesn't matter. Seats. You're going to the movies to make out. That's why they're all there. You think that they're there to watch the the scary movie? They don't care about the scary movie. Everyone's there to make out. Well, why couldn't they make out through Paint Your Wagon? I don't I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Westerns don't do it for them, I guess. They don't they it, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't do that. That's what it is. Um Corey was Corey about to kiss Trini? Yeah, when Sean chugs the Tic Tacs, Corey goes to kiss Trini, but she's like blowing a bubble. I love this part. He, she's blowing a bubble and he like pops it with his mouth. Um, and he's like, oh, I've been gummed. I've been gummed. Um, so and then Eric comes out to announce the movie um, and he's like int- introducing Leon and he's like, you know, the scariest nightmare of all, the person that you've been waiting for. And of course, it's Feeny, and Feeny gets to say boo, he and has everybody a runs and it's everything. <laughs> um, and then you know, and then we have um, people are concerned about what they did, what Feeny did to Leon. Um, Eric is like, you know, there's a good explanation for this, mm-hmm. and Feeny is like, I'm sure there is. And he's like, really? Because I, I like, I was just like saying that. <laughs> I'm like, is that what? What is the good explanation? Yeah. Uh, How much detention does Eric get for this offense? Oh, he's at least getting like two weeks with Feeney. That's my guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. Feeney, he's already in trouble with Feeney one episode in. Um, it wouldn't be Blue Meets World if somebody wasn't getting detention with Feeney. That's for sure. Um, yeah, everyone. Detention all the time. Yes, always. Corey's sitting alone. Um, everybody's leaving. Topanga's like, oh, Sean, I'll be. And she's like holding his hand, too. Um, she's like, oh, you know, I'll catch up to you. She she like comes back down to Corey and she's like, Corey Matthews, what is your problem? Um, and he's like, you went out with my best friend. And she's like, well, you didn't ask me. Like, and this is where. I don't know. What is your opinion on if Topanga was in on this con? Yeah, I do think that Topanga was in on it. Um, I think that she was probably in on it for the entire time. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's like, how far would Topanga have taken it? Like, would she have yeah. taken, would she have kissed Sean? That's what I'm confused by because... Okay, I think it makes sense, like, if you want to really, really theorize and have a conspiracy theory about this, mm-hmm. we know that Corey and uh, Trini were at Chubby's, and that's when Sean and Topanga walk in, right? What if Trini told Topanga that Corey wanted to talk to her at Chubby's, and so then Topanga knew and talked to Sean and was like, oh, if we go at this time, we'll see Corey there, and we'll be there, like, 10 minutes later than he is, and he'll yeah. see us come in. Like, yeah, it, it works if you think about it that way. That makes sense to me, yeah. But, like, 
I don't know. Maybe she thought that that was the, but it, does it feel like a Topanga thing to do? I don't feel like this feels Topanga-y to pull a long con on Corey. Uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like her, but like, I can't imagine her saying yes to Sean. That's the other thing. That's where I, that I agree with you. And like, earnestly say yes to Sean. Why would she go out with Sean? It, it, she doesn't right. seem to ever really like Sean. I like Sean is a non-entity to her. Like I've never even seen her talk to Sean. Well, the only really. time we've seen her like have a one-on-one conversation with Sean is when she asks Sean where he thinks Corey will be in like five years or whatever. Right. When he's like on oh, the wrestling right, team right, right, or something. Yeah. Um, that's so like the Corey. only scene they've probably had alone. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think it does make sense that Topanga maybe went along with it because she's like, well, you didn't ask me out. Corey, why don't you just talk to me? And like, you know, he's he basically is just like, I can't say it here with all these empty chairs around. That's what's making this so hard. And she's like, it doesn't have to be. Like, it does make me right. think that like she planned this whole thing. But I, I agree. Like, how far does she take it before she's like, OK, let's just. And like, right. Do you think it was Sean who came up with this idea and talked to Topanga? I do think so. Yeah, I think I it do. makes more sense than that, the other way around. I think the one thing that Sean's like really in tune with is like women or girls and he knows how to make his moves. Mm-hmm. So I do think that he concocted this idea on, and he's probably so sick and tired of like Corey lusting over Topanga like all summer long yeah. like and going I mean he Corey said that he like went over in his head millions and millions of times like how, what he wanted to say to Topanga and yeah. how he wanted to say it. So he probably like said it to Sean over and over again all summer long too. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that Sean was just sick of it at that point. Yeah. So. Do we think this is a good move on Sean's part? Obviously, if we're being results oriented, then we say, well, it works out. It was a good plan. It was a good mm-hmm. move. But he also had Corey pretty upset with him for a while. Yeah, he had to put a lot of faith into, like, all the cogs working, like, that, like, Trini would want to participate in this, and that, like, like, Topanga was okay to go along with this, and that, you know, everybody, like... Everybody played their part, yeah. Everyone played their part, so I think he had to have, like, a lot of faith in the process. Also, Uh, what if, okay, hear me out. What if Mm -hmm. Eric was also involved in this? Because Eric is the one who says, talk to her best friend. Right. Because then it's like, how do we know that Corey was going to go to Trini? Like, that was a leap of faith, too. Right. Because what else? Like, what if Corey doesn't go to Trini and then Sean and Topanga just go to the movies by themselves and Corey isn't even there? Like... I think that there has to be every little thing has to go the right way. And I feel like this could be an even bigger conspiracy. It could involve Eric, Sean and Topanga. Oh, man. We're spiraling here. We've been off for two weeks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, once again, it's like maybe Eric's really, really they share a bedroom. So maybe he's really sick of Corey going on and on and on about Topanga all summer long. Like maybe he really is. Um, cause he knew, like he knew that Eric, um, Eric knew that Sean asked Topanga out. Yeah. Also, he's probably in on it too. I think that makes sense. And I also feel like it would track that like Eric doesn't want this to come back to him. Right. So he's like, I don't want Corey knowing that I'm actually a nice guy sometimes. So I'm not going to actually like 
you know, they're never going to find out that I played a part. Yeah, in and it. maybe that's why he was being so mean because he knew that it wasn't serious. Yeah. So he, since he was in the, he was in on it. He didn't take it seriously. Yeah. I love this conspiracy. Was happy to mock him. Yeah, yeah, it made, it's made me. <laughs> yeah, it makes me <laughs> sound so confident about it. <laughs> yeah, like it makes me feel more comfortable yeah. with it all. Um. So, yeah, t- t- like, Corey's like, you know, I don't know, like, why I can't talk. It's my problem. I'm just really confused. But if I had to dream up of the perfect woman, she wouldn't even come close to you. Will you be my girlfriend? Um, and she kisses, Topanga kisses Corey. As a non-romantic, do you not love this line? Because this is, this is the line. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. fine. I do think the kiss is iconic. I remembered the kiss. I remember the location of the kiss. And I remembered specifically the way that like Topanga's hair moves when she kisses because she has mm-hmm. so much fucking hair that it's yeah. just almost just like she's like push it out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Topanga has good hairography. She very much has good hairography. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. So he's like, well, is that a yes? And he's she kisses him again, which is still not an answer. But we would assume that. I mean, it yes. means yes, yeah. that I am your girlfriend. Um. Then we get a scene or like a um, like a title block or whatever it's called, like a title scene, a, a title and scene. I don't what know what we. And, I don't no, know what no, we no, 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 no. I mean, about? like um, a, a dedication to Arlene Grayson. <gasps> oh, 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 yes, 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 yes. Now I know what you're talking about. Yep. So um, I looked it up, and Arlene Grayson was a Boy Meets World producer mm. um, for. Boy Meets World, of course, and a show called My Two Dads and another show called The Torkinsons. Mm. So um, they lost Arlene Grayson. So uh, yeah. So then the end scene, um, Corey and Topanga are still kissing and Sean and Trini come in and reveal that it was a long con and that Trini is lucky, says that um, they're lucky that this whole thing worked because she almost had to kiss Corey. Actually, yeah, so Trini's in on it, too. Yeah, no, of course Trini's I for, in on it. We forgot to yeah. mention that earlier, though. Like, Well, yeah, I, I thought I was insinuating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, so Corey, like, takes Sean aside and he's like, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, so he goes, go back there, little sea monkey. And they start kissing again. And then Topanga's like, you little badger. I, I love that line. It's not as, uh, to me, it's not as iconic as Puddin, but it is really Puddin. funny. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. So that is our season three, episode one. I think that it was a great episode to start the season with, right? Yeah, I, I didn't mind it. The one, if I had a single grape, it would be two grapes. Alan isn't even there, which is kind of upsetting. Morgan, I, I care less about being there because she was never a huge character. Um, so I would I would have liked for Alan to be involved in some way. And I would have liked a Sean, like a Chet Hunter update, even if it was just a remark in passing. I feel mm-hmm. like we were due that after the last two season or two episodes we had in season two. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, great episode, great start to the season. We already have Corey and Topanga together. Like, it's really yeah. nice that we didn't have to wait like five episodes for that to happen. Yeah. So this is the first time that they're official official. Right. Um, we do know that they're on again, off again. So we're going to see some heartbreak in Mm -hmm. this season and in future seasons and it's just like the beginning for us to like really 
follow along and see their process of being the Corey and Topanga that we know. Right, exactly. Really excited for this season in general. Um, Mm -hmm. Can't wait to get into to everything this season. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. Um, So, yeah. Fashion hour? Fashion hour. Fashion hour. Okay, so. It was my turn to come up with the outfits for Fashion Hour. So we have our Rachel Green Award um, for the most 90s outfit. Um, I felt like it was an embarrassment of riches. We had so many outfits to choose from this episode. It was hard to kind of narrow it down. Um, But it's a thankless job and I do it. So um, (laughs) first up, I have Topanga. And this is her back to school outfit. The very first outfit we see her in. She is wearing, uh, I mean, I feel like her hair has not changed from season to season. If anything, it's actually less curly than it was last season. Um, Which again, I don't like. I wish they let her have her naturally beautiful curly hair. I believe it's at least somewhat curly in real life. Is it not? Or did they curl? I know they curled it for the show. No, they curled it. I know, but she doesn't have it all curls. Uh, I would say there's probably some some wave yeah. at least. Um, so she is wearing a uh, a white t-shirt, plain white t-shirt with a little bit of a cuff on the sleeve. She's wearing a denim vest that is belted at the waist with like these pretty large uh, lapels or you know a collar, and it has a brooch on it, which loved mm-hmm. that. I couldn't not choose that outfit after I saw it had a brooch. Um, and she's wearing a kind of like a weird. Uh, red and white. I don't know if it's polka dots or floral. Um, like a mini skirt that's pleated. She's wearing cowboy boots, which is a choice. Um, they have like <laughs> red and like light pink flowers on them. It the outfit does all match, and her bracelet especially is also red and white and looks like it matches the skirt. Um, yeah, she's getting ready to watch Paint Your Wagon. <laughs> like I here's the thing: if you take like chop off like chop off her outfit at, at the knee, I feel like. The, it's fine. It's it's the boots for me that's like, what are you no, doing? No, I like the boots. I like the boots. Cowboy boots are fun. Eh, I'm not into them, I, but. Oh, okay. I just well, think, I think it's a cute outfit otherwise, though. Yeah. No, I like this. Like the denim vest. I like her accessories. Like it belted. I like the cowboy boots. I think it's fun. Her hair looks like a, a like a helmet. Yeah. It looks like they definitely like straightened it and then hairsprayed yeah. the shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, she has a lot of hair. Yeah. So that's that's bound to happen when you straighten a person's yeah. hair. That's like there's plentiful hair. Yeah, it's like, well, apparently you're not allowed to have any wispies, you know, no flyaways. No, no, wispies. no, um, no never. So second up here, I picked Sean. This is his back to school outfit. I feel like we've seen this T-shirt on him before in season oh. one. 100%. This is yeah. like a a Sean staple. The yeah. uh the the wardrobe department was not um <laughs> spending extra money on Sean. No, this every season. every new outfit goes to Topanga, obviously. Yeah. But to be fair, it does make sense because oh, yeah. he doesn't have like he doesn't have the means to get new clothes for back to school. Yes. Like his mom left with all of his clothes. So he really only has this T-shirt. I'm sure Jonathan's not splurging on a whole new wardrobe for Sean. So it, I don't know if this was intentional, but if you want to think of like the story, it does make sense. It does make sense. And it's it's like a white T-shirt. It looks kind of like a band T-shirt. There's like some like guy almost in like a Jesus-y pose and there's like a red heart above it. That's what it looks like to me. I don't know if exactly 
exactly that's what it is. Um, over top of that, he's wearing what looks to be kind of like a bowling shirt, but it's like a sage green color. Um, he has his hair that we already kind of spent a lot of time talking about. And these pants, good God, uh, they're like red striped. They kind of look like clown pants. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm pretty, are they like parachute pants or they kind of look similar to them at least? Yeah, maybe. Like, I think they are literally his pajama pants. They look like pajama pants. Yeah, they're like silky looking. Um, Right. Like, I mean, you have to remember that he did leave school, like his home in the robe and like basically his pajamas. And he only kept like the green bowling shirt in his locker that he was able to change into. So, but yeah, these are like, um, like, I don't know. They're striped like these are my cool pants pants. Yeah. Uh, he's also wearing a shark tooth <laughs> shark oh, tooth no. necklace. Send me over the edge. Ugh, I know. And then, of course, he shows up originally in like a striped blue and red bathrobe, teary cloth bathrobe to school. What do you think of Sean's outfit? Um, I think that it is nothing that we haven't seen before, mm-hmm. but in a way I would like to hypothesize that that is an intentional move mm-hmm. for story purposes. Um, his hair is very uh, Lord Farquaadish. <laughs> I mean, we have big issues with shark tooth necklaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of 90s, like, yeah, it's like a very like band t-shirts, get it bowling shirts sure like it's not as grungy as we've seen mm-hmm. Sean like I think both of us really like the leather jacket Sean yes. better than whatever this is 1000% but it's it's an okay outfit from Mr. Sean Hunter. yeah to be honest I contemplated taking him out and putting in a second Topanga outfit but I was like no 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 I need to spread the love a little bit yeah, um, you gotta, we gotta include our men. Yes. Um, so next up, if anybody thought that I was going to go through this entire episode without having Trini in the fashion awards, you don't know me very well. <laughs> there were two outfits of first to choose from. I honestly could have picked either. I thought they were both fantastic. Um, but I went with the very first outfit we see her in when she's at Chubby's with Corey. Uh, she is wearing... Oh my gosh, this outfit. There's so much going on. Um, we'll start off with the long sleeve uh, pink... Very, like, thin, sheery kind of material. Pink with ginormous white polka dots uh, shirt. She is also wearing a leather vest, um, but it has, like, a lavender lapel um, in her hair. Her hair is, like, dark, dark, dark brown, curly, and she has, like, a really puffy, feathery scrunchie in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> her shirt also has a belt that's kind of, like, a pink lavendery color. Um, and then her pants, tough to tell. I'm assuming it's either, it might be a, a long skirt, like a maxi skirt, and it is bright pink. Yeah, I can't tell if it's leggings or skirt. It's hard um, to tell. I, I feel like it's yeah. not tight enough to be leggings, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is very, um, this outfit is very s- something. Like, lot, lo- there's lots of spirit in this outfit. Oh, yeah. Like, it is, she looks like a little teeny bopper, um, very bright, mm-hmm. very, like, I don't know. She has her own fashion sense. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, There's like the denim is always very 90s ish. The little poofs are very 90s ish. Um, So it is a very 90s outfit. Um, I mean, it's Brittany Murphy. We love Brittany Murphy. She has her classic Mm -hmm. 
curly hair, which you, always gets us excited. Do you think that they saw her in this and that's why they cast her in Clueless? I feel like the crossover hmm. between Trini and um, remind me again what uh, Ty. Ty, thank you. Um, I just feel like there's something there. There's a connection between those characters. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I wonder if what, how many roles Brittany Murphy had before Trini. I can quickly. Yeah, I just feel like figure that, that one I out. I feel like it makes sense that, like, especially like outfit wise. I don't know. She seems like a little bit uh, offbeat, which I think also Ty is. But obviously, yeah. Ty is a lot more like Sean's aesthetic. She's more grunge than. Mm-hmm. Um, than Trini. So she was in Clueless. The same year as this episode. Interesting. So, so it's certainly um, possible. Yeah, it was definitely not her first, um, her first role. Like she was in Murphy Brown. Was, looks like it was her first role. Mm-hmm. Um, she was in like one episode of Murphy Brown. She was in a show called Drexel's Class. Um, so she was in like a bunch of stuff, but I can't tell what came first, um, Boy Meets World or Clueless. It's like she but looks it older was, in Clueless. I know, but it was both 1995. Interesting. Yeah, that is very interesting. She was in, um, she, I mean, she was a working woman. Mm-hmm. She was even in Sister, Sister. Oh, I feel like I remember that. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah, definitely, I mean, she was definitely playing younger in this, mm-hmm. I mean, sh- in this uh, Boy Meets World yeah. episode. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not quite sure. It's like, now it's like, what came first? Yeah. Like, the chicken or the egg? But we do see Trini, I think, one more time. Um, she's not in it a lot, but we do get to see Trini again. Um, my winner... Um, as much as I think that Trini's outfit brought me joy, I think that Topanga's outfit is more 90s-esque. Yeah. I think that Trini's outfit is fun, but I also think it's something that I would see in like a preschool class. That's fair. So, I don't yeah, disagree. That is fair. Yeah. Um, all right. Next up, the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness for the most timeless outfit. Uh, we have Eli coming in with a bang. He is wearing... Uh, a really nice suit. I feel like if I was going to nitpick one thing, it's certainly baggier than a suit of today would be. Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's a, a gray suit. Um, he's wearing what looks to be like a striped, I don't know if it's a sweater vest or what underneath it. Um, and then he has a white button down with a blue tie. Um, his hair, I do think like his hair and facial hair is actually pretty timeless. He's just, he has like a goatee and pretty standard yeah. hairstyle. So I do think that like, I feel like a lot of the hairstyles date the show, whereas I don't think Eli's does at all. Yeah. So um, this actor, by the way, Alex Desert, um, spelled like desert, but with an accent over the E. Okay. Um, and he is like, you know, he's like way too cool for me mm-hmm. to even talk about him. He's like really, really cool. This, I mean, a, Gray suit is definitely timeless. It's a little, it's big. Like the jacket's really long, yeah. but I mean, he's looking sharp. This is his interview outfit. Um, and, you know, I I welcome Eli to the Boy Meets World and I'm excited to keep talking about him. Yeah, he's wonderful. Um, 
Next up for the Polaroid Certificate of Timelessness, we have Amy in the one scene that she is in. Uh, she is wearing um, denim jeans, as always, a light wash. What look to be like a brown uh, point-toed, like maybe booties. It's hard to tell because they're tucked underneath the jeans. Um, mm-hmm. She's wearing a white, I believe a camisole or something similar. And over top of that, an oversized baggy, uh, light, light, light pink sweater with buttons down the front. It's kind of like a V-neck. Um, and it looks like she just has like a cross necklace on. Her hair looks very similar to last season. I feel like it's styled a bit better this season, but I don't know if that's just me mm-hmm. imagining things. It looks a little a little higher. Maybe the um she got a little bit more weave. Yeah, she got more <laughs> weave this season. She got more weave. I mean, I I mean this color pink is gorgeous. I love like a little blush pink. The sweater looks very cozy. Mm-hmm. Uh the boot looks very sensible. Like Amy's very into the like comfy but like classic yes. clothing. Um, I'm going to give a big warm welcome to Eli, though, and give him our Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. I feel like I'm going to say this here, right? Because we're starting yeah. out the season. I feel like Eli might get a bunch of awards this season for Fashion Hour. Maybe. I feel, Maybe. I mean, obviously, Topanga is always going to be a front runner. Um, but I do, I don't know, I feel something in the air with Eli is going to come in and he's going to get a lot of points. Well, he definitely looks more timeless than Jonathan does. The hair is what really does it in for Jonathan 90% yeah. of the time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I mean, he still has an ass that doesn't quit. Fair. Completely fair. Um, he has an everything <laughs> that doesn't quit. Uh, besides his hair. Yeah. Um, so congratulations yeah. to Topanga and Eli. They're our fashion winners this week. Woohoo. Yes. Um, so just to give you all a scheduling note for next week. Um, sometimes I know you all like are wondering what the hell the schedule is going to be like because sometimes we double it up. Obviously, we like to stop down on our season premieres. It makes the most sense to do that. Um, but And we, we're going to stop down on some of the more like important quote-unquote episodes of the season but next week we are covering two episodes two and three the double lie and what i meant to say um and we won't be alone we're gonna have a guest really excited about that um the fabulous asia is gonna come on and talk boy meets world with us i can't wait i'm really excited to get her on here Yay, I'm so excited. Yes, she was supposed to be on one of our season two podcasts, but we had a scheduling situation. So she's going to be on season three. Can't, can't, can't wait to get her hot takes on Boy Meets World. Mm -hmm. She has such a cute dog. She does. Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about her dog. And her roommate's dog. They're both the cutest. Oh, yeah, and her roommate's dog. Yeah, they're both very cute. They love to, like, hang out and play. I think that's adorable. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, so excited to get Asia on. Obviously, send in your questions. Send in your feedback. Shit90spod at gmail.com or at shit90spod on all those social medias. Yeah, yeah. Um, Coming up also... Um, I will be joining Jess on community building. Yay! So I'm really excited for that. We're recording that tomorrow on Tuesday, and that will be out for patrons on t- Tuesday. And then same day, right? Same day release, Thursday? Wait, what is the is question? That- <laughs> oh, God. When does your community building come out these days? Thursdays still, right? Right. So it comes out on for Tuesdays everybody. for the patrons and then yeah. Thursdays for everybody else, yeah, I believe. You literally just stopped paying attention to what I said. I was confused because I didn't know what you meant. 
<laughs> yeah, I said Tuesday for patrons, same yes. day. Oh, yes. Then I thought you were and saying then Tuesday Thursday for, for everybody else. Yes, that is correct. Oh, how embarrassing. Okay. Give it a listen, everybody. It's actually a <laughs> fantastic episode. Um, I yeah. watched it today. It was, it's really yeah. funny. It's a good one. Yeah. And then we have this coming Saturday, the 19th, we have um, our podcast with Deidre from the PSR Discord uh, covering Now and Then, which was a lot of fun. It was such a good podcast, guys. If you please, I beg of you, even if you don't watch the movie, you totally should. You totally should. Can't recommend this movie enough. Mm-hmm. Listen to this podcast. It was so much fun bringing Deidre on and picking her brain on a movie Sarah and I both love. Um, yes. So. Yes. Give that a listen. And then obviously coming up uh, the week after that, so the following Saturday, is A Land Before Time with Lindsay Wilson. So great month of bonus content as well. Yeah, yeah. All all hits. Hits on hits on hits. Exactly. So follow along. Follow us on social media. um, And I am looking forward to all of our upcoming content. Yes. Dawson's Creek, as always, give that a listen as well if you're not. It's season two is hits on hits on hits. Did you just say Mm -hmm. that? I repeated you regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it happens sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) I just like want to be you, Sarah. Uh, Well, (laughs) I mean, that would be tragic for you. So thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next week. Have a good one, everybody. Just Bye. Ask. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.